Do you like films? Uh, only ones that star androgynous Willy Wonka villains. Or have every movie ever in it. Yeah. Oh, so good. There are so many. It just hopped around like crazy. We are watching this week Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. And by far, this is my favorite movie we've watched. Uh, By far. I hate this movie. Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, Criterion number 836, 1970. Directed by Russ Meyer. Story by Roger Ebert and Russ Meyer. Written by Roger Ebert. Oh, that's right. NC-17 with an IMDb score of 6.2, 7,828 votes. Rotten Tomato score of 73%, uh, 19 positive, 7 negative. This is a not a sequel to Valley of the Dolls. Nope. Um, let's see what... It's cri- beyond the it's Valley beyond of the Dolls. It. It's very clear in the title. This is beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Let's see what well Criterion Abowski has to say about Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Mm. <clears throat> Loosen it up. In 1970, 20th Century Fox, impressed by the visual zing, King of the Nudies, Russ Meyer, had been bringing to Bargain Basement Exploitation Fair, handed the director a studio budget and the title to one of its biggest hits, Valley of the Dolls. With a satirical screenplay by Roger Ebert, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls follows three young female rockers going ho- er, rockers going Hollywood in hell-bent 60s style under the spell of a flamboyant producer whose decades bashes <laughs> whose decadent bashes showcase Meyer's trademark libidinal exuberance. I think it's libido. I would like say libidinal? what? Libidinal? Yeah, it's a word. Transgressive and outrageous. This big studio version of a debaucherous midnight movie is an addictively entertaining romp from one of cinema's great outsider artists. I hate Criterion. I, I fucking loved this movie. Listen, it's not, I'm not gonna, it's not like the worst movie ever, and it's not, I. the reason I hate it is just because afterwards I just sat there, I'm like, why... What is criteria? There is no criteria for Criterion. This is the Hollywood uh, corrupting version of Race Wars from Game Program Attack that had every action movie in it. Yeah. It's every single plot point they could fit into corrupting some young women coming to Hollywood. Yeah, and they just crammed it in there. Breakneck pace. It's so fucking good. I had not seen it. I bought it and was watching it, and then, like, as... It was going, and I realized what the goof was. The smile just like started to creep up in my mouth. I was like, "Oh, I'm so glad I fucking love this. This is so good. This is so good." <sighs> also, 1970s. Was it the 70s or 60s? This, it, was, it came out in 1970, so they. Oh, so it was like 60. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, yeah, it's like during that era where the end of the 60s, where things got real crazy. These women are so beautiful. With this classic look, yeah, they see they they. It felt like they were cartoon characters. <laughs> There's like this old quality to it. I showed Kim some of the the girls in this movie. I was like, they're, they're, "What am I like? What is? What am I seeing? Like, I don't understand." Like, there's this classic beauty to it. Like, you, you know what I mean? And she's like, "Yeah, she's really hot." Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that. They the um plus plus. I, Plus, you could see like all their boobs, all of their boobs, all of their always, boobs. always. But two of the three of them were like Playboy Playmates of the Month. Oh, like, were they really? Yeah, they weren't oh, really well, like I actresses. I don't think. Well, they that was... well, I mean, yeah, of course, they, there were no actresses in that movie. Yeah, there were. There's, there's the weird <laughs> grandma <laughs> lady. Oh yeah, with, with, the face. with no teeth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was the best. I yeah, liked yeah. her a lot. The, so just because the... I couldn't take my eyes off of her. Every time she's on screen, which was like for fragments of a second, like a lot of times. Yeah. First up is the disclaimer, like very first frame. This is not a sequel to Valley of the Dolls. Yeah. Just letting you know straight out. Um, At least they're honest about it. Which is hilarious to me because you go to a movie. It's like it's called Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Oh, I liked Valley of the Dolls. It's like, could you call something Beyond Star Wars? (laughs) <laughs> that's like, no, true it's not a Nothing sequel to star wars and it's, and it's about like uh uh like babysitters in the 1990s no, beyond no, no. It star would still wars be, it would still be like in the vein of star wars but it would be like battlestar galactica <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it's the, the battle battlestar galactica movie beyond star wars 
Or it'd be like, it, okay, Beyond Star Wars is the name of Spaceballs. Yeah. Like, that's what this is an equivalent of. Yeah. And it's crazy to me that an actual studio who owned the rights to Valley of the Dolls did this to one of their properties, and it came out. Yeah. Like, this is... They thought it was a good idea, because they were also on as many drugs as the actors well, were yeah, pretending yeah, yeah. to be. I, I've started reading up on this, and I really wanted to uh, go through the commentary of this before we got to the show, but I didn't get to, because they have the Roger Ebert commentary on the disc. Yeah. And one other one, and it was just fascinating going through this. They wrote this movie in six weeks. Okay. And it was a studio exec who saw Russ Meyer's movies. Yeah. And side note, Russ Meyer was a war photographer who became a Playboy photographer who then just like became like famous for putting images of naked women on screens. Anyway, um, saw his success in like turning $70,000 into $6 million mm-hmm. with his movies and was like, we need that. Also, we can't figure out how to make a sequel to Valley of the Dolls. And he's like, dibs. And that's Got like it. that's the entire backstory of this movie. <laughs> and then he like was buddy buddy with Roger Ebert at the time and Roger Ebert and him like were in a hotel for 6 weeks and wrote this whole thing and it was originally written as a sequel like a direct serious sequel. What like just how obviously they had a lot of rewrites since then or changed everything the in between author right? of valley of the dolls fucking sued the studio okay all right like, this makes me look like an asshole <laughs> yeah and awesome because she tried to write it twice and apparently like they didn't like it yeah and they wrote this movie anyway and they're like she i guess died in middle of suing them. Yeah. And after she died, still won like $2 million for her estate because mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, it kind of does make her look like an asshole. But that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we didn't want to, we did kind of tarnish everything that she yeah, made. Yeah, but like the, the, the sequence of events that led to this idea is so fucking bonkers. Like if this happened today, it would be fascinating all over again because like we have this movie, um, critically people fucking hated it. Mm-hmm which was Valley of the Dolls. Yeah. And then uh, it it made a ton of money, so we want to make a sequel, even though no one really liked it. And That's then, kind of, Joey, I feel like you're just describing the Fantastic Four movies. Mm. <laughs> Terrible movies that made a lot of money. Superhero movies work on their own, That's on true. their own, like, timeline and whatever. But anyway, we'll, we, dig, we dig in now past this disclaimer, and then... Again, going into this movie with no real backstory, it's just you kind of are just taking it in as as it comes to you. And it starts with a fat Nazi running down the stairs. <laughs> and a dude chasing him with a sword. Schultz! I'm up, like already. I'm just like, all right. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, um, I'm in. And I put the timestamp three minutes. <laughs> I was like, yep. Sold. I mean, of course, the, of course, the movie that's, not a sequel to the Valley of the Dolls, and I sh- I've never seen the Valley of Dolls, so I don't well, even know what it's about. But I, the fact that it has nothing to do with that movie, it should absolutely start with a murder king chasing a fat Nazi. <laughs> right. Well, I have Valley of the Dolls here, and that's this is one of my two options for next show. Mm-hmm. But apparently, the dolls, it's not the girls. Shocker. It's the pills. Oh. So it's <gasps> there were pills in this one. Yeah. There's the continuity sequel, between yeah. the two. Um. It's it's very much like the uh, intro disclaimer said. Like it's it's not a sequel, but it's still the same vein of seeing people get corrupted by Hollywood. Hollywood, okay. Uh, so this is the series version, yeah. and then this beyond the, the Valley version. of the Dolls is like I don't know, throw some tits in it, like more tits and then blah blah blah. Like it best way to make a sequel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the one thing you can't get upset about. It's like, well, at least there's a lot of... That's the one thing, like, whenever something's stupid or awful or, like, there's a weird time jump, I'm like... It's at all least there's... intentional, though. That's the thing that, it... like... All really? intentional, yes. So they... Okay, I'm going back into stuff I've read. Yeah. You re- the... you researched this hard. Yeah, because I was so fascinated by, like, what this turned into. And it was the actor's didn't want to piss off the director and ask him whether or not the movie was serious. Hmm. Because they're like, is this is this supposed to be funny? And then he would only talk to them about their characters, like super straight-faced. Yeah. So they would ask Ebert about it. Yeah. And he would be like more candid, like, well, you know, it's like a satire parody. But like Russ Meyer was like, this wouldn't have worked if they tried to deliver it like it was a comedy. 
Oh, okay. So, like, he, he wrote this movie with Ebert with all this melodrama in it. He's like, I need you to play this 100% straight. Yeah. And like did. every every character is Leslie Nielsen in an airplane. Right. The straight yeah. the straight guy. Yeah. Which is just in there just like But they're given like fucking nonsense to work with and it's so good. Um It makes it's making a lot more sense at least. He also when they found out because this was originally rated X, like before mm-hmm. NC seventeen mm-hmm. was a thing, when he found out it was rated X, he just he wanted to go back and re edit and put more sex and nudity in it. Yeah, just like lean in. Yeah, the yeah. studio would, wouldn't give him the time. Let's just get <laughs> let's get some full pen in there. Yeah, they're just like, nah, no, no, we already spent enough money on it. Let's right, let's right. keep going. That's fair. So yeah, we we get our first shot of this is this mansion where a, a Nazi guy, fat Nazi dude, is running away from a man with a sword who then Murder gets King. stabbed and then a gun gets put in a woman's mouth. Yeah, and we're just like, what is going on? And then we smash to our our main band, our three ladies, um, singing "Fun Dip," (laughs) which I think it was actually called "Find Him." Find him, maybe. I wrote it down again. I was just amazed at how long it kept going because they played like the whole. It felt like they're playing the whole song, and they kept going back to like three shots. It was like one, two. It was like wide, wide guitar drum, wide guitar drum for like. Five minutes. Licking it up. Licking yeah. them sticks. <laughs> Licking it up. Licking it up. Uh, hard cut. And this is to the, the band, the Josie and the Pussycats band, all title Hard Cut. Because we get a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Just like, done. It was like someone off <laughs> We're out of like, it now. Done with this scene. <laughs> done. Next. I, we made movie good. Next. <laughs> um. So like I was telling you before we started the show, this sequence and like the tone of this and the styles and the the way the women looked, this is like a different alternate bizarro version of Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Like the way it mm-hmm. felt, hundred percent. I was like, what What is this place? It was like I hadn't seen anything like it outside of Austin Powers before. <laughs> I said, this is the most shagadelic prom ever. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. No, no, no Austin Powers, precious. Uh, yeah baby yeah so we get i i don't know what i think it was uh in reaction to uh now i just want to call everyone austin powers characters because i can't remember their actual names but the old mustached guy and i wrote down quote three girls in a band preposterous (laughs) harumph 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 harumph. yeah did you harumph it of course old woman of course i harumph i harumphed it i harumphed in this direction how did they get on stage so Such corruption. I think they're playing at like a high school dance or something. Yeah, it's definitely a prom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or yeah, it's a it's a high school dance. And then they leave, they finish their set, and they go out to the van and they immediately start smoking the reefer. Yeah, reefer addicts, man. I don't want to mess with any of them reefer addicts. And they called it grass. They yeah. Call, like all the time, which you don't hear anymore. No. But I was like, I kind of think like the head. You want to bring awesome, it back? N- no, it just like I don't even reference it that often. No, but, but Joey, was, but Joey, it's legal now. You want to bring back? We can we can call it grass. Call it grass again. We can this bring it back. So weird. It was so retro. We can sounding. take that word back. Oh, it, it is. It is like the most retro. But and it, reefer. Reefer is another thing. Yeah. Too, the that, reefers. The re- <laughs> like reefer. Hey man, you smoke this reefer, I'm like <laughs> No. What? It was it was the 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 black girl and I can't remember name Pen, uh Penelope. It, it, it's it's Penelope. A, it's, it's not a real name and I was going to bring that book out because it had her name in it. Oh. But it was like Pen Penelope or, or Pel I don't remember. Pen-tally. I don't remember her name. I don't remember most of their so names. So I just called her P for most of it cuz like even though I like paid attention and got all their names. Yeah. Every time they said hers I'm like that can't be what that like it made no sense but there so was there were the, kelly it, it, casey and p okay kelly's the main singer girl. yeah casey, casey's the druggie the yeah or alcoholic whatever or both yeah she takes pills and then she gets preggers <laughs> spoilers god um so the, then we got sad boy which is the manager manager person <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> i like that <clears throat> the, the whole setup to go to hollywood is so they can have sex so they, a, yeah. so they go on the most uncomfortable looking road trip because the, the girls are all having fun and the guy's just like seething with the worst case of blue balls. Has, yeah, he has like a boner for like 300 miles. Like the entire time. He's like, he's like kind of doing things like, yeah, I'm kind of happy. This is cool. Like, like, he's like are... pretending to be happy, but you know he's seething because all he wants to do is get his rocks off. Yeah. And this bitch is like, we got to go. 
to Hollywood to do it because that's that's a good the right play way to though, do it because he was their manager and he's like we'll go to we'll we'll fuck but let's go fucking Hollywood and yeah. he's like okay yeah okay <laughs> so perfect yeah that's but how you that's how you make it big go get, conver- go get fucked in Hollywood <laughs> in more ways than one living living the dream getting fucked in Hollywood colon that's the name of this movie colon alt title yeah this getting is fucked in Hollywood. Um, the way that they have the conversation though about moving to Hollywood is one of my favorite parts in this movie. It's the montage sequence, yeah, where she says something, he says something, back and forth, rapid fire, mm-hmm. and it's just like, "L.A. No way, something, something, blah blah, oh. blah, 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 yeah, that, yeah, that where they're just like showing all the random image imagery mm-hmm. of like Hollywood, like, and then sleaze, and then tits, and then homeless people, and then ah, uh, it's so good, and, and it's just like him his counterpoints and then her counterpoint so it's like if his counterpoint's like sleaze and she's like uh please free <laughs> free spirit so it'd, it'd show like a naked bar yeah and then it would cut to hers like free spirit and be a naked woman dancing so it was like they were talking about the same shit but looking at it differently yeah that whole sequence was so fucking great i plus, went back and watched it again <laughs> plus they show the um the old rundown Hollywood sign, which I feel like doesn't get, which is one of those things that's like a little piece of history that I like. What, like right after half of it slid away, right? Yeah, when it's just like a piece of shit. It's yeah. just like, <laughs> oh yeah, it wasn't always nice and pretty. Look, something has happened. Mm-hmm. This is, I, I wrote, this is, this montage has resold me on LA. <laughs> like, every, I'm back in. Sold, yes. I'm back in. Kim, we're moving to LA. <laughs> Joe, you already live here. We're moving again. <laughs> We're moving to more L.A. We're going double L.A. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, this is sort of that montage sets the tone, I think, for the pacing of the rest of the movie, which is everything happens in every se- Like instead of using a sequence of scenes to set up a plot point or to, to advance a story, it's set up and resolved in a scene, which makes this movie amazing. So it's like in the same scene that they get to LA Kelly finds out finds her aunt uh who is a photographer with a, like a bunch of crazy naked people running yeah. around finds out which she, again every time that I'm like what the fuck is going on they're like oh tits all right I'm back yeah, 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 yeah. well they oh, that's right, yeah they they're just randomly in there it's a great way to like keep you in keep you from getting very angry at the movie mm-hmm. we're just like, <laughs> it's like what the fuck this is a, oh tits all right, mm-hmm. all right she um she Finds out she's like getting this million dollar inheritance and then meets yeah. Kelly. She's like, Kelly, you deserve a third of this inheritance. Out of nowhere. And she's like, 300 and something thousand dollars? So they, she just gets to LA, meets her aunt, is given this inheritance, and it's just like, bam, 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 bam. So it's like three major plot points happen in the span of about 35 a seconds. Breath. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And then there's this... um, uh, The Carmageny lawyer? Yeah. With Stash... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, bah, 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 bah. I had him, but uh, curmudgeonly lawyer. I don't know, creeper lawyer. Hang on, no, I, I was, I felt so good about the amount of names I recalled from this movie, um, that I wanted to. Well, apparently, I can't fucking remember his, because she calls him some. Okay, I can't find it. Curmudgeon lawyer. Curmudgeon lawyer. Um, we can go with curmudgeon lawyer. Is it? He's he doesn't like it, and he disapproves of uh the aunt's desire to want to help her help and her all these kids yeah these, i just approve of these these youths. whores these look youths. at them running around with their tits out everywhere and they're, they're reefers. disgusting they're i'll um, never get a proper boner to this tits gross they he actually says um it's later when he's still like trying to convince the aunt she's evil yeah they've been smoking these marijuana cigarettes reefers which is a a sound drop or a drop in a sublime song is it it's the the song smoke two joints smoke two joints in the morning smoke two joints at night the very beginning of that song starts with the the quote of him saying <laughs> smoking marijuana, marijuana cigarettes, cigarettes. reefers <laughs> which i i knew that quote forever but yeah. didn't know what it was from it's from this movie now you know yeah happens a couple times in this the um so we the aunt invites Kelly and her bandmates to the party of Ronnie Barcel. The big Ron, the Ronnie Barcel. The Ronnie Barcel. The Ronnie Barcel. AKA Z Man. Which the only thing I could think every time they said Z Man is that is a very notable known board game company. 
Is it? <laughs> yeah. If you look over on that shelf, like I would say probably a third of my collection says Z-Man Games. Oh, I see one. Yeah. It's Z-Man, just yeah. like it says in the credits of this movie. And I don't know if that has any relation or in what. terms of they made it based off of that off of or, the, I, I think, don't know it's not it doesn't seem like it's something that's like it seems like a very easy name to come up with right but like it's kind of like maybe it's kind of cool but not really but i'm sure the person who started it is has a name with z in it but maybe zephyr yeah but like you would write oh maybe z-man you'd write it into a thing and you'd find out it's like oh yeah it's like a character in Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Oh, yeah. That, that seminal classic, you, Beyond the you, Valley of the Dolls. I mean, it's still around. Like, it is it's, still around. It's true. It has been enshrined in the Criterion Collection. Yeah. Um, what I had Lady with Nipples. Oh, okay. Lady with Nipples above the chest line. Bold. So yeah. she had like a shirt that yeah. had a low cut top and just above the top line. You could see like the, the nipples were above it. Yeah. It's like an interesting choice. This was again in the that fever kaleidoscope vision. Wait, at the party? Yeah. Yeah. At I, Z-Man's. There was a dinner. Wait, isn't there a dinner before the party with um the Kelly girl and her aunt and the lawyer? I think that's where where he was talking about like these harlots and stuff. Yeah. Was... Did you think that it was uh, uncomfortable at how little she didn't blink every time they the... cut the girl Kelly? Yeah. Every time they cut to her, her eyes are just like <laughs> they're so pretty. Her eyes are so pretty. But it's not like she was like. I mean, there was a little bit of like being her being surprised. And then I just was watching the whole movie. It's like she just blinks very little during the the whole course. She's of the a doll. Movie. We are. We you are. have to lay them on their back for their eyes to close. That's true. <laughs> like they got to put dolls. it to sleep. Yeah. Um. So Z Man comes up. Uh, Susan is the aunt. Aunt Susan. He just comes up. I'm like, oh, she's as ugly as you are, Susan. <laughs> yeah. Just like what? Just dives right in. Yeah. He's he's just a master negger. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he's apparently this uh record producing guru. And I really, really, really liked the way he talked in this movie. Yeah, he was like, it was like, like a creepy, or not creepy, but like a Willy Wonka on uh, cocaine. No, he's pervy Shakespeare. Oh, pervy Shakespeare. Yeah, well, which is kind of like Willy Wonka has kind of like that Shakespearean talk where he kind of goes into it, but he's like on ten, or, yeah. I, or cranked up to like ten or eleven. Yeah, he's he says like, what, like, wouldst thou say this mindfare yeah. or whatever? But it would be like mixing in like stuff about drugs and sex yeah. and all this stuff keeping it modern and there's this quote that i wrote down and then i read the essay in the in the booklet for this one um the actor fucking hated this line and he's like it'll be on my goddamn tombstone <laughs> this is my happening and it freaks me out <laughs> yes <laughs> he said that and that's oh my god it's so good he's uh, like showing kelly the lead singer woman around the party and he's like, "What do you want? You want you want drugs? You want reefers? You want grass? You want the drinks and whatever, whatever." And he's spinning her, and he's like trying to take her into various rooms, and there's people fucking in bathtubs and on beds. Yeah. And he's like, every corner of the house, people are fucking. We we have we have but little time. The time is not mine. This is my happening, and it freaks me out. It's so fucking good. He's like, I hated that line. I thought it was it did not sound hip and, and nothing, but like everyone remembers that yeah. line from this. And movie. even they even use it in Austin Powers. Do they really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. That's where I, I, I heard that. I was like, oh, fuck. The Austin Powers lifted, it for, <laughs> lifted that from this movie. I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, he says it. Uh, I don't remember what it was. He says, definitely says it, I think, in the first We one. must make haste. My time is not my own. Pickup line of the year. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's all he has to say. And then she follows him into various rooms to fuck somewhere, yeah. apparently. Um, but then, like, every person they walk in on, and this is commentary for the rest of the entire fuck scenes in this movie, all title. Slow fucking. Everybody is like pressed together, mm-hmm. barely moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like just nice, slow fucking. Or they're in a hot tub just kind of twirling around. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you see the, those, um, I don't want to give it away, but I already have an alt title for this later. Uh, the boob smoosh. Yeah. Which is another alt title because they like they always are so close to each other. Mm-hmm. They just spill out the side. Yeah. Because they press so like entire scenes where they're talking to each other, it just moves pressed against the other person. Um, friends arrive, and this is Kelly's friends. Um, Ronnie, Ronnie's the boyfriend. Wait, no, 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 he's not. That's a dude. What is the boyfriend's name? Is it? I wanted to say Michael. Oh, Ronnie Z man. Um, 
No, Harris is the boyfriend. Huh, that's the not sad even boy. Close. Sad boy is Harris. Captain Blue Balls. Yeah, he shows up with um, with <laughs> P so and P-, P girl and the P- druggie. P and Casey. P and Casey. And immediately, sad boy set upon by Ashley St. Ives, our yeah. porn star harlot. Who and doesn't was, know how to smile. She, yeah, well, she does. It just seems like it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything about the smiles is like, oh. Uh. Like, if it was quiet, you'd probably just hear. <laughs> just like her, like. <laughs> she's just, like, vibrating from all the coke and the, the drugs and stuff. Um, but she's apparently a porn star. Uh <laughs> this is another quote in regards to her. Uh, she says this to Harris. You're a groovy boy. I'd like to st- strap you on sometime. Yeah. Which, that's a really great way to phrase that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. There's some there's some funny... Oh, yeah, yeah, that was good. Uh, so then, that that subplot immediately happens. We see this... this um, he's looking for Kelly, who is with Z-Man somewhere. And... Ashley St. Ives, the porn star, wants to fuck Harris. The P-girl makes friends with the only other black person in the place, the bartender. Naturally. They have to be together. They have to be. They have to be. Um, the, who is going to school part-time to be a lawyer. Yeah. And then... Basically the only decent human being in the movie. Is yeah, there. essentially. Uh, Casey the, is the other one, and she is just getting stared at by this uh, creeper girl. Yeah. Who totally just wants to like make out with her yeah. and, and touch her stuff and everything. We'll get to that. Just rub nips on each other. Uh, let's see. Touch nips. So she, since I guess they couldn't find a room, Z-Man comes back out and he's like, oh, my friends are here. And You should sing a song. I'm, I'm, I'm in a band. Yeah. And he's like, what? You're in a band? Let's play. You should play something. Play song. And they go and play on the stage with, I think it was the, what is it? The Strawberry some band that he owned or something it was an actual band was the, it okay strawberry alarm clock okay. i think is the name of it but it was it's kind of funny because they're a three-person rock group women rock group and they go up there and there's like five other members up there that already know their their music yeah because um, it's not yeah you know particularly hard music to learn but you know we forget this is the first party that well don't know the girls actually play it though the they girls do go they up play there and with play it. these other people do but they yeah yeah i thought they were just i thought they just stood in the back and the girls just played no they were playing too mm. yeah everyone was playing All and right. it was uh pease the drummer <laughs> and she they, they could have spent maybe 10 more minutes allowing her to figure out how to how drum. to drum <laughs> yeah i'm glad you caught that too because it was very much like I was like, it's just, oh, it's so high hat. There's no zero high hat going on. Uh, like the snare, at least, is almost kind of just suspend disbelief at one point. Yeah. And um, Casey, the guitar player or bass player or whatever, like strumming, like she would move her hands when she heard chord changes, but they were like to the same two positions, yeah. no matter it's what. Up, down, up or up, down. down, yeah, up, down. So it's like you could tell. It's like we don't give a shit. Just like people will know what we're getting across. We're just gonna have the main girl go out and sing in like the least seductive, seductive way possible. She couldn't so have looked so. He, she couldn't have looked more bored trying to be seductive mm. in that scene. The way she like walked up and kind of just like, I like she, dead she, eye, dead eyed stare, kind of like into them as she was kind of singing sultry. Well, and very obviously lip syncing. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, she would she'd go through the crowd and just look at people in the eyes, like off the stage, and meander through the crowd. Yeah, but afterwards, Z-Man is really impressed. Um, the band is initially called the Kelly Affair, and he immediately rebrands them to the Kerry Nations, which makes more sense because they're all girls and live in a nation. A ca- ca- carin- carination. Carination. A carina- coronation. Carin- coronation. Carination is a flower. Coronation is for the party for the new kings. A poor nation is a a whole nation that's poor. No, that's fucking all the time. Oh, porn nation. Yeah, porn yeah. nation. It's probably also an adult film company, I would imagine. <laughs> and if not, uh copyright Brian. 2016. <laughs> I'm mailing this podcast to myself. <laughs> this is um so that we go from this Z-Man signs them. So in in the I would say 15 minutes. This is probably the most notes I've ever taken for a movie because it was so fucking breakneck. Yeah. That you get to LA, $300,000 inheritance, go to a Hollywood party. Um everyone meets someone that's into them and then they s- sing at the party. They get signed to Z-Man, then they 
they go yeah. play another song that had this really awesome, like he did it a couple of times, kaleidoscope way he did the music videos yeah. where it was like the <clears throat> Z-Man being super stoked and Sad Paris, Boy being yes, Sad and, Boy. Yeah. And then the band playing, super, yeah, all superimposed over the uh, the drummers. Yeah, the fading band. out yeah. at different times. Like there are so many cuts in this movie, S- like nonstop. There is something hard cut, alt title hard cut. <laughs> um, the guitar lady after the performance when Z is like congratulating them on being the Carinations and like selling the records and stuff. She's like, looks kind of bummed down. She's like, I'm I'm so okay. happy. Uh, uh, uh. Really? Success is all that we wanted it yeah, to be. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm not at all bummed out about this. There's no way I could ever be upset by all this fortune and fame. <laughs> I just saw my next note. It's only there's no way I could slip into some form of darkness. Yeah, depression or anything. And the Impossible. next thing, yay! All the ladies are talking with their boobs out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you're back in it, and you're yeah, like, go! "What the fuck is going on? Oh, tits! Oh, all right. Well, so um, we find out that alt, alt title. Oh, well, oh, tits. All right. All Casey right. is tired of all this partying just so tired of all this partying all the time so she's gonna go home and sad boy um, is continues to be sad is getting all butthurt about it and and kelly doesn't dig which i believe is some sort of quote that i wrote down it's like you dig and then leaves yeah um goes and hangs out with lance rock lance rock um who then ditches his Work, working actor working actor and is featured an and featured backup uh, and fe- featured extra in many TV shows. <laughs> Lance Rock. That's um, basically what he comes he is. up and ditches his current woman for Kelly, and they go off to Z-Man's for the party. I just wrote title, Who the Fuck is Lance Rock? Because <laughs> he like shows up out of nowhere, and immediately everyone's super into him. Featured actor in six episodes of Law & Order. <laughs> Live action Ken doll. <laughs> Lance Rock comes up. And takes Kelly to the party. All right, so Sad Boy wanders off to the onto some back lot, obviously yeah. somewhere, and he's stalked again by Ashley St. Ives. And this is I still can't get it. It's just him. Yeah, I know. Was it the the amount of sadness? Is I think that... it was. It's like when it, like a you're drawn to like a sad puppy or something. Like, it's oh, like that. You're I'm like, not oh, as sad as you, so that makes I can me feel make good. you happy. No, I don't even care about that. You're just sadder than me. Yeah. <laughs> so you're Ash- you're outwardly sad. I'm inwardly sad. And you can't see it through the the through, way my teeth through, vibrate. Through my, yeah. Through my painful smile. <laughs> <laughs> so he finally caves. It didn't really take a ton, which it took her taking her underwear off in the back seat of her. So much better than a Bentley. Bentley. <laughs> Bentley. Bentley. Oh, Bentley. Which awesome because i don't understand how they were able to use bentley and all their shit by saying i'd rather fuck in this what is it a mercedes there's a rolls royce I think. Uh, there's yeah. a rolls rolls is so much better than bentley fuck yeah i'd rather fuck in a rolls than a bentley yeah and then they do these flash cuts as she's screaming bentley yeah oh so good um so uh i wrote kelly is supernaturally stacked because this is at this point that she I immediately fucks Lance Rock, even though I don't know who he is. Still. Oh, you mean you mean blonde Jim Brewer? Blonde Jim? No, I'm just giving Jim Brewer way too much credit. This guy, <laughs> well, I is mean, like, he had like the eyes. This like, guy's like an Adonis. <laughs> like it is, he's a caricature of a handsome man. Uh, <laughs> I was just more thinking of how like they have the same sort of like heavy bagged eyes from yeah, years yeah. and years of pot. He also looks a lot like, or sorry, grass. Mark Hamill. He's like. A he's, stoned Mark Hamill? <laughs> no, he's the version that someone who wants to fuck Mark Hamill drew of Mark Hamill. Oh yeah, what are, what are those Asian, those Japanese uh, cartoons, the Craig and Tweak ones? Oh, oh, um, uh, like almost like a slash. Sl- uh, isn't it called like Twee? No, I don't remember. But it's that version of Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is what he is. The version you want to fuck. <laughs> yeah. I fixed Mark Hamill. Here's the, Lance Rock. The one who you can see gently kissing one of the characters in Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> Perfect. I'm gonna go get married, Prince. Hey, who are you? Lance Rock. Lance Rock. Come here. <laughs> Let's have a fun time. <laughs> you know what? You should really get half of all money. You should get all the money. You should get you should get half of the monies. No, you should get all third. the monies. Also, I'm in you right now. <laughs> what? Lance, no! It's my happening, baby, and it freaks me out. <laughs> my half's in you right now. It's my half in you, baby, and it <laughs> freaks you out. 
God, he's so quick. I never know. <laughs> he just snuck in. <laughs> Weren't you just dating this other girl two seconds ago? Yeah, that's that's like the sound effect for Lance Rock. That's is... his. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's his. That's his pickup line. He just sneaks it. That's his saying. He just walks in and goes, "It's my half and you, baby," and it freaks you <laughs> out. And you're like, "What?" And all of a sudden, you're pregnant. Oh, so good. Um, okay, so then uh, Kelly is talking to Lance. She's like, I told the money to go screw, which is like her quote about it. And he's like, yeah. what? You're stupid, you fucking oh, I said to get all the money. Is get, none of the money? Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? You, you should at least get half. <laughs> How am I supposed to continue my illustrious career as a featured extra? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go get half. Yeah. <laughs> End of scene. So Lance is a gigolo who's taking advantage of these random women to, well, I mean, he's he's using the tools God gave him. And using them expertly. <laughs> and, and yes, mostly in most of the way. And, and well, I mean, he's not using, well, he, I would not say his brain was a tool that God gave him. No, no, no. That, no. that would be unfair. Yeah. <laughs> That's unfair to God. <laughs> don't get, don't lower your standards. Um. So this is, we are back then. Kelly goes and meets up with Suzanne, her aunt, or Susan, and um, I just and wrote Ratso because that's what she calls him. <laughs> that's fair. So lawyer, Ratso the lawyer. Yeah, it's, I have his name in here, Porter. Oh. Porter, but I, we'll call oh. him Ratso. Yeah, I like Ratso better. He uh, seems more like a Ratso. Yeah, well, she calls him that. It's another one of those weird, like, 60-isms that are thrown in that I'm just like, Oh, that like it's a it's a sound that you hear. It's like I haven't heard that combination of words. Yeah, <laughs> so that's but like I, a yeah. It's definitely what you're saying before. It's like a cartoon character burn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Rizzo. how dare you! <laughs> oh, I'll get you, girls. So Kelly asks, and your little dog too. <laughs> Kelly asks for her half of the money instead, and Radso hates it. Um, and then we cut to a picnic. Where P and um oh and her and her Emerson new black not her, no this isn't the boxer this is Emerson her, yeah, her no, lawyer so her black boyfriend yeah her new well I mean because this, this is like this is the second time we've seen together and now they're boyfriend yeah we are now yeah. boyfriend we are now boyfriend <laughs> we are in love because why we are both black I wrote this like actually disgusted me is that they're fucking in a barn but it's covered in hay and I'm oh, like oh yeah. don't fucking know how awful would that be and they they had it on them like a blanket yeah like it covered their their crotchal areas first like of a all, blanket of hay first of all mites <laughs> first of so all so many mites most of all though it's and in your uh, everything <laughs> those mites came from their pubes those are getting all in the hay <laughs> yeah. and horses have to eat that hay but Second of all, yeah, you're getting hay in your cooch. You're getting hay in everything, and that stuff's pointy and sharp. Yeah. So they fuck in the hay, and I'm just, the entire time, I'm going like, uh, hey. it's probably very uncomfortable. It's like when you hear people talking about, like, it's not actually fun to fuck on a beach. No. <laughs> because there's Which we get to later, which is probably why Harris was... Well, yeah. Well, it's, you get gritty stuff in your everything, and yeah. it, it takes you out of the there's moment. There's too much nature to get into places <laughs> it's very easy for nature to get into things like i can fuck around nature i don't want nature in me it's no. part of the process no because um, that's how you get a yeast infection by fucking on hay yeah uh, okay or, or a uti <laughs> um let's see porter calls kelly after their awkward meeting to have a drink at a at a bar to try and blow this whole thing over get her away because he's suzanne's susan's lawyer uh or some sort of attorney or money man i don't know what exactly he is a uh, lawyer money lawyer money lawyer i yeah. guess I don't and know. he's like i'll give you 50 grand right now to get the fuck <laughs> out of here yeah and she gets a quarter and gets up and dances and like it's a it's a uh it's an it's a unique negotiation tactic yeah she she's like do you have a quarter gets up puts it, in the jukebox and just ignores them and just starts like waving her butt. Yes, and sexy dancing, which hard cut to uh, Kelly's house where she's gonna seduce Porter because of Lance Bass. Wait, Lance Strong. Wait, Lance Rock. Lance Rock. How could you fucking forget Lance Rock? <laughs> um, sorry, she... I just I couldn't get the vision of him as an anime boy out of my mind. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm I'm still actually not a hundred percent sure what the end of this scene implies. I think that he just either... 
So he, she goes, she like tries to seduce him. She goes into the bed and gives like, him some weed. Yeah, and he smokes it like a pipe, like, like a, pipe. a like a noob. Ruins it, like yeah. yeah. Um, and then and she shows him the right way to do it. Then he continues to smoke it like a pipe because these kids don't know shit. Yeah, he he mouths it just yeah. And then she gets naked and gets in bed, and then convinces him to get in bed with her. But then I don't really know what happens there. Do you? Oh no! She makes him take. He gets in bed. She's mostly naked. She's hundred percent. Well, she's wearing like. Oh yeah, she's hundred percent. She takes the thing off. Yeah. So she makes him get into bed. Get try to get naked with her, but he gets in with like his undershirt and underwear and like those those uh, sock girder things. Yeah. Like, so that, that hold your socks up. Oh okay. Um. I just said I didn't know what those things like he's, did. Like he's awkward, like getting in, and then she's like, "Well, why are you wearing this underwear? Take these off." And she slides it off, and then she kind of like sticks her hand, looks like by her, in his crotch, and then she's like, "Oh well, that's okay," or something. I don't know if he, uh, okay. I don't know if he finished or if he just couldn't like work it up at all. Uh, maybe that. She but said, but she ends it. It's like we won't tell Susan. Yeah. So it was just like her way of getting him out of the picture. Yeah, or like freaking him out. Like, know. was she gonna fuck him though? Like, what was her? I don't know. I literally have no idea what the end game was. I think she was just gonna stare at him unblinkingly the entire time, <laughs> which immediately makes me nut. Yeah, <laughs> no matter. Uh, what. Isn't Joey? Isn't isn't eyes wide open the most sexy thing in the world? So hot, like unblinking, staring into your soul. Yeah. That's just, how you connect. Just so you can see the whites all the way around your eyes. <laughs> yeah, if I can see whites all the way around, boy, she was up. She was overcompensating for Lance Rock's eyes. <laughs> his, his droopy eyes. His droopy, like, droopy, droopy half-closed eyes. They had, like, extra... It was like his eyes had double chins. <laughs> like, on the top and bottom. They yeah. just had, like, extra little pockets yeah. of stuff. Um. Okay, so the whole Porter thing, I guess that's <laughs> yeah. wh- whatever. Hang cool, teddy bear, is what she says. At the end of that? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. well, she's, she says that to him as she goes to put on her robe. Hang cool, teddy bear. That's so hip. Mm-hmm. That's so raven. Um, They are have first golden record party. Okay, and I think this is towards the, the end here. This It, it, it gets to a, a pitch at which point or at a certain point, that I can't keep up writing down plot points because it's happening so fast. We are at the celebration party for their first golden record. Baxter, Susan's ex, comes in, who had proposed to Susan at one point, and she turned him down. Yeah. They re-meet, get re-engaged. Immediately. Immediately. And he has another girl he's engaged with. Just forget about Just her. Just forget about her. I she, he, basically, he basically is... Does the Lance Rock maneuver? Yeah, where he yeah. shows up with another girl and's like, "Hey, I'm done with you. I'm taking this one instead." There's um, a boxer, who I'm just gonna call the boxer heavyweight guy. champion. Yeah, he seduces P because her boyfriend's out being a lawyer and, and study. He's Emerson. the only, and he's the new only other black guy there. Yeah, so of course they have to get together now. Um, there's this lady in creepy black body paint walking around that they show eighty yep. times. Yep. Um, St. James and Sad Boy are on the beach, and then she tells him he's gay because he doesn't want to fuck her on the beach. Which, again, is just his way of saying, hey, fucking sand, man. Sand. Sand's going to get everywhere. This is not comfortable for either of us. But I like her power play at the end of it. She like, <laughs> she, yeah. she calls him a fag and then like walks back toward the house, and then there's a dude walking down the stairs. She just like blocks his path with her leg. Yeah. And then he puts his arm around her, and then they walk up together. It was like all it took. Like, fine. Oh, no, I'll take this one instead. That totally tracks. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the last we see of uh, what is it, Ashley or Kelly, whatever Ashley St. James, um, painful smile woman, painful smile lady. Yeah, uh, and then we leave. Sad boy, it's like I'm not, I'm not a gay. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a gay. Mm-hmm. And then I need Kelly back. I'm done fucking this lady. He goes to the party. <laughs> uh, this, yeah, I just wrote I about this. I, I just wrote. <laughs> Everything is happening, like, in huge letters, because I was, like, having a hard time keep up. Kelly and Lance are grossly making out. Sad boy comes in, uh, punches Lance, or tries to get him off Kelly, and then Lance punches sad boy and calls him a fag, and then, um... Doesn't he slap him? He, like, slaps him across the face first, doesn't he? No, I think that's Z-Man comes up and tries to fuck Lance. Oh. Oh yeah, and he's and he's like, no, that's not whatever. And then he punches Z Man, and then 
what else happens? Oh, uh, so then no, so then Lance and Sad Boy get into a fight. And every time one of them gets knocked down, the wrestler guy runs over to whoever <laughs> gets down and starts egging them on. It's like, come on, man, get up, get back in there, he starts get back. That's all. I mean, to be fair, that's all he knows. This is the corner. When you man. go down, you go down. Your coach has to be there to get you back up to fight. So he's egging on these people who want to kill each other. Oh, so good. Um, so sad boy goes to see sad girl, which is Casey, the guitar player from the band, who's now like full blown druggy alcoholic, but like quiet about it it's like the scary kind yeah she's like the kind that doesn't go out and party but she She just watches she watches static on tv and (laughs) sleeps on the couch then wakes up to do more drugs and then continues watching static tv she's like harris what's up ashley called me a fag (laughs) this is the only problem he had like yeah all this other shit's going on it's like somebody made fun of me i'm not not. but are you you sure? You sure? But are you? It does. It's okay. No, but I'm not a fan. So Casey's an alcoholic, and there he's gonna stave there tonight. Whatever that means. We yeah, gave them. could be. Yeah, whatever. They both take some drugs and alcohol. Yeah, and then we fade away to or go back to uh, Pete's house. Pete's house, right? Yeah, Pete Emerson, the only good guy in the movie. Yeah, shows up at P's house. And she is fucking the boxer. Or has just fucked. Or has just fucked. And she's, her her go-to is like, <laughs> you were supposed to be studying. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? What are you doing here? You're supposed to be somewhere else. Why are you here? I need to. Um, you, Blue? You just fucked a boxer in her house. What's your problem? This isn't on me <laughs> at all. So then they, the Emerson... And the boxer go outside, and then the boxer hits Emerson with his car. Yeah. And they spin around and for And that's a while. not a euphemism, because he's, he's a boxer. Yeah. He literally hits him with a car. That sequence, though, was it felt so slapdash and haphazard that I just felt really uncomfortable. In this movie? What? Slapdash well, no, and haphazard? It, it felt like, I think they might have actually just hit that guy with the car. <laughs> and then he's, like, hanging on to the hood while the car's doing, like, this donut around a fountain. Yeah. And I was like... Someone's gonna get hurt. I feel like they didn't have all the right shit in place to do stuff like yep, this. Yeah. Like knowing what I know about the rest of the movie, it feels like they probably were on a shoestring, which means Emerson's probably hanging on by a shoestring. <laughs> um. There's not a lot of safety procedures going on. No, it didn't feel like it. Uh, Casey, we back to Casey and Sad Boy, and they wake up, and she's yelling at Harris, saying, "Was it good?" Are you happy? Was it good for you? And he's like, what are you talking about? And apparently they boned, but neither of them really know. Yeah, they were both like, you know, fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) So which I don't understand why she's like, they eventually do call it like Harris that raped this girl. But I it it, it, never. Well, I mean, they do say that. Yeah. Like they 100% say that. But it seems like. They they imply so much of them both getting fucked up together, like it's that seems like a weird leap. Yeah, that both of them, neither but, one, neither one of them was in a state to make to have an adult consensual. And maybe maybe they're saying like it got weird and violent or whatever because he was upset, but we don't see any of it. We just essentially find out that they fuck, and also Casey is now pregnant with Harris's kid. Yeah, um, but Harris doesn't know that. Harris does not know that. So. <laughs> And then this is my- because then because then we have another kaleidoscope montage of of the band with right playing a song with Z Man and Sad Boy, and then we cut to them on a TV show. Oh, this is my favorite part of the movie. This is they're being interviewed, and for old time's sake, they should play Fun Dip. Yeah, find it. Let's play Fun Dip. It's yeah. a way to say thank yeah, you to dip. someone. Yeah, they're like really trying to make amends with Harris after it. Cause I like, could realize that they got all this success and Harris has kind of fallen by the wayside. Like no one talks to him anymore. He's yeah. a sad boy. He's sad boy. He's officially sad boy now. So they go start playing fun dip and we see this view of Harris who's above them in the rafters of the studio of this TV he show. He snuck in and was living up there like a bat. <laughs> <Apparently>. <laughs> this is where I live now. What are you doing? Here? And then <laughs> what are you doing? Here? They should, they look up and Harris is up there and then we see from Harris's POV looking down. I'm like, Oh my God, look up. Look down. Oh, my God. Look up. Look down. Harris fucking just jumps off the rafters in front of them. 
And there's fucking blood everywhere. And they're like, cut, cut the cameras. And then the whole game show, TV show is like, no, roll it. The people have to see <laughs> He's this. He's moving a little bit. He's moving. He's moving. A- oh, so, so Sad Boy jumps from the rafters. And we find out Casey's pregnant. Sad Boy didn't die. It's... He there's breaks his breaks his spine or something. There's so much going on. There's so, so much. fast. Always. Um so Casey <laughs> I don't she she finds out she's pregnant after the jump, and my note here was just she's gonna have a rafter baby. <laughs> I don't know who the other girl was that was that had the hots for Casey. I don't remember her name. She was like a costume designer that worked with Susan. Yeah. But, but she was at the party, wasn't she? Yeah, she's always at the party. Yeah. But she always had the hots for Susan, never said anything. But she eventually convinces Susan, who was going to have the baby, to have an abortion. Yeah. Which we get, in, again, through like this kaleidoscopic montage of like stirrups and hospitals and whatever. So she goes from, like, I'm pregnant and I'm keeping the baby to getting an abortion within 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, I think essentially because this l- woman is jealous of Casey and, and Sad, Sad Boy. Boy, yeah. Um, and then we get, okay, and this, we suddenly enter the end, which is the beginning of this movie with the Nazis and stuff. Z-Man has invited Crazy Girl and Lance Rock, uh, who is now not with Kelly anymore because Kelly is with Sad Boy. Yes. Uh, She's taking care of him now. As they're all playing board games, the rest of the crew, while, while Crazy Weird... Like why this little shindig goes on. Right. Her and P, P and now Emerson are back together. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, I forgot there's that fight between and that second fight between Emerson and the boxer. It doesn't really go anywhere. I know. It's but just, it's a, just another a fight. thing. Yeah. But uh yeah, they're Emerson, P, uh Sad Boy and and uh Kelly. Kelly are playing board games. <laughs> while while the final s- scenes of the movie are happening. Yeah, Z Man. The main character is not there. <laughs> what I'm getting at is a main character, or ostensibly the person who's been the main character through most of the movie, is nowhere to be seen at the finale of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, later she is. Yeah, but still. So Z-Man invites these four or these three people, Lance Rock. So it's Lance Rock, Z-Man, Casey, Sad Girl, and um, the Crazy Girl. Yeah. To some sort of weird, like, drug small gathering sex party it's like a it's like a a role a dinner a dinner party fuck party dinner fuck party z-man is superwoman yes dresses up as wonder woman one oh no superwoman yeah sorry superwoman uh and i think casey is dressed up like a robin and crazy girls dressed up like a batman ish and lance is tarzan so basically he's wearing just like a a, a jungle Cheetah print speedo. thong. Yeah, yeah, speedo, yeah. Um, and then they kind of part ways, and Casey and Creepy Girl, are after like all these weird ritual takings of pills and drugs, and the the butler dude is just there dressed as a Nazi. He's like, for no reason. He's just because... Well, he's also part of the costume party, but his costume party used to look like Schultz from Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> I, so he can stand there at the door and just go, I know nothing, nothing. He did call Z-Man Mind Fuhrer, though, which... yeah. Commit, I mean, commitment to the Joey. Band. It's a Criterion movie. There's gonna be Nazis There's gonna in be it. Nazis. So, and I think I have a feeling that this is like why this movie is rated NC-17 because nothing really in it has been that bad. But yeah. like the depiction of like homosexuality, like graphically, I felt like for 1970s was probably like super taboo. Yeah, but we do get to see some nips rubbing on nips. Yeah, boob smush. This is where my other title came in. Boob smush. Boob smush. So Casey and Crazy Girl are. Like fuck, and Lance and Z-Man are in another room, and Lance like keeps turning Z-Man down and like laughing at him for being gay and all this stuff. And uh, Z-Man reveals the fact that he is actually a woman, and takes his yeah his his neckline down to show these really gross looking like tiny fake... little like essentially look like swollen nipples yeah but he's they they try to make it seem like uh he has breasts in yeah. a way and that z-man is a woman a transgender woman into a man who wants to fuck lance and he starts like laughing and shit so now this apparently was at also at the beginning but we didn't notice here's here's a little helpful hint kids when you're at a when you're at a, a drug infused dinner fuck party don't start 
laughing mockingly at the person who's like super high on mega drugs. <laughs> because he will chop your head off with a sword. He has a sword. <laughs> and he fucking cuts his head off. Straight off. <laughs> and then he starts chasing the Nazi, the Nazi guy. To the, at the beginning, this is back at the opening of the movie. Murder King is because, uh, but now we know it's Superwoman, but looked like a king. Right. Murder King is chasing, and his tits are out as he's Nazi. doing all this. Yeah. And you did didn't notice the beginning because, of course, why would you be looking for like weird puffy nips? To, like, yeah, not yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be thinking of them as tit as tits. Oh my god! And then okay, so Casey calls the police. Um, <laughs> he murders the Nazi guy on the beach. Gets a gun finds crazy girl still sleeping and then puts the gun in her mouth and pulls a trigger, which was shockingly graphic. Like, yeah. why'd you do that? We didn't, like, no blood shoot out of the nose? Out of her mouth. Out like, of, uh, like yeah. she pulls the trigger in her mouth, and Casey's hiding and calls, like, the rest of the band. She's like, call the police! And instead of calling the police, they just come to the house. They get, they get to the... Uh, to the band mobile. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah. The whole... The, from here on out, it just feels like... Like a Scooby Doo movie almost. Right. With, where it's with, like they they all, we gotta go. Whoa. The guy's like, I can't get in because of my wheelchair. We'll throw him in anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm stuck. Whoa. Yeah. And then they get they get to Z Man's house where they get there right as Z Man shoots Casey in the head and kills her. So Casey's dead. She's dead. What happened is, I don't even remember what happened to Z Man. He runs out there because he hears them, runs out there. Or, or they run in. Oh, and they have a scuffle. And they have a scuffle. And then, um, yeah, and then he ends up getting shot. Does he end up getting shot? Or? He gets shot by Emerson. Emerson takes his gun. Right, yeah, and then shoots him. Yeah. And then you're like, wow, there's all this death and murder. But look, Harris can wiggle his toes. <laughs> Yay! They go on like a picnic with his crutches and no one cares. <laughs> And then we get our, our narrator wrap up that tells essentially the, the sins of every character, like and like the more yeah the sins slash morals that you should be what, getting. Yeah, it's like she abandoned her friends for the sake this of blah blah blah, blah 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 blah. Oh, and and uh, Emerson's biggest fault was being the victim. Yeah. <laughs> like when they showed him, I was like, "What is Emerson's?" He just. Lance, was there. Lance Rock was a total douche. And then the, <laughs> the rest, Casey was way too hot for this world and was a, a drug alcoholic. And also, also lesbian. And les, lesbian do, kind of. When you do lesbian things, you get shot in the head by a by an androgynous... Transgender Transgender woman, woman dressed as superwoman. And then I guess if you're a transgender woman, you will go on a crazy killer drug murder spree. <laughs> Stay, if you're, this is what happens when you use super drugs as yeah. a pan, as a pansexual uh, rock producer. God, it's uh, yeah. Everything happens. The narrator wraps it all up. We get our epilogue, which is basically just a scene with Ratso looking in at a courtroom, looking all sad, and then a, <laughs> a triple wedding ceremony. It was. They were all getting married at, at the, the same, same time. time, and then in the background, there's like little Ratso going. <laughs> want to be in there ah, kids ah. it's kelly and sad boy p and emerson and who's the other one uh oh, oh uh it's aunt susan oh, and susan and uh, baxter yeah all three of them getting married at the same time and then that's kind of it that's it that's end of movie, movie. <laughs> jesus god it's so good uh i highly recommend this i i think even hearing the plot points described you have to see how fast it all plays out because you will like be pushing yourself into the back seat of the couch, just like trying to get distance away from it so that you can actually process everything. It's bananas. It's so good. It's bananas. It was. I'm so happy that it was good because I own it on Blu-ray. I'm glad that it wasn't. Uh, I mean, I still don't. I mean, there a lot of the stuff that I hated was seemed apparently, as you say, somewhat intentional. Though I don't 100 percent buy it. It's intentional, but at least there were tits, so it kind of kept it going. So anytime I get upset, I'm like, "Well, there's boobs, so that's I, cool." I I adore this movie. Um, I want to watch Valley of the Dolls, uh, and then I want to go back through with those commentaries. Maybe at some point, if I get around to that, now that I'm unemployed, I can, you know, fill in on a future episode. But uh, before we get to our last couple things, since we're talking about it, we my next two options I have here on disc. We can do Valley of the Dolls, which I think is a 
same thing, more serious, um, based on a book. Sharon Tate is in it. She was killed by Manson. Oh. She's one of the actresses in it. Um, or we can go deeper dive, and also one I bought, even though people told me not to, which seems like a great... <laughs> Explanation? Yeah. What is it? This is called Fellini Satyricon. This is, speaking of pansexual, uh, Fred- Federico Fellini's career achieved new levels of eccentricity and brilliance with this remarkable, controversial, extremely loose adaptation of Petronius's classic Roman satire written during the reign of Nero, an episodic barrage of sexual licentiousness, godless violence, and eye-catching grotesquerie follows the exploits of two pansexual young men, the handsome scholar uh, Enoculpius and his vulgar, insatiably lusty friend Asilius. What was the last Fellini movie we did? Uh, I think, wasn't that uh, Eight and a Half? Probably. He was eight and a half. Mm. Let's do Valley of the Dolls just since we're like on it. Okay. I think, because I think if we wait too long to do it, well, it, it will make less sense. Yeah. I'd All rather right. it kind of stick in there a little bit. All right. We'll do Valley of the Dolls and then probably Satyricon after that. Yeah, probably. Only because like this has been this big like cloud hanging over me of people who know I bought it keep asking if I've seen it. And I'm like, no, I can't do that yet. It's not up yet. Yeah. Well, uh, we can do that one next after that one. Um, I know Satyricon is available on YouTube illegally, um, but I have the the disc of it. Okay, so well, I we'll, don't know. We'll if... borrow, I'll borrow it from you or whatever. Yeah. Um, three reasons for why Beyond the Valley of the Dolls is in the Criterion Collection. Um, they are not Criterion versions of this, but we will supply them. Do you want to go first? As we as we do, in as hopes do. that they will incorporate us into mm-hmm. their selection process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, fuck parties. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Just uh, make a movie called Fuck Party. Yeah. Yeah, we should do that. We could do that. And then we could just have a bunch of weird fucking edits in it, and then <laughs> it's a Criterion movie. I've... And we can say we did it for reasons. <laughs> right. Three <laughs> why, of them. Why did you do this? We did this for reasons. Twa reasons. Uh, number two, pansexual Scooby-Doo villain. <laughs> okay, yeah. He, didn't, he just needed to rip off like a face mask yeah, instead which of he, like which his he chest plate. basically did yeah. like instead of the face it was Nipples like look like eyes close enough yeah close enough good enough is a reveal scooby-doo uh, villain's good yeah and number three nazis of course <laughs> i i do have a nazi thing in mind you can't you can't have a criterion movie without nazis i mean as soon as you if it's a weird ass movie if there's a nazi in it then it's a criterion i movie. think it's only a criterion movie if it, they make you want to fuck the nazi yeah well, because I you're like, too. I shouldn't want to. But fuck there's the so Nazi. much fucking going around surrounding this Nazi, especially the end. Right, but I feel like he was just a, a bystander. Yeah, he was still. just like, I just wanted like the thirty bucks and mega drugs. But like, I it, didn't... you know what? It meets the criterion of he's a Nazi in this movie. True. Therefore, so my three reasons: uh, pissing off a stuffy author, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which is always funny mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. Um, a transgender woman decapitates a man dressed like a Nazi while pretending to be Wonder Woman. Yep. yep. Think of that sentence. <laughs> yep. That's 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 the most interesting log line you could have for this movie. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, twenty movies for the price of one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is a budget. It is a budget value. Yeah. Um, and then going into my last bit here of the Criterionaut synopsis for. Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. I took a cue from the movie mm-hmm. and wrote this like the montage of L.A. Oh, God. Okay. Comedy, dramedy, horror, sass, dude boobs, starlets and harlots, pills, thrills, insanity, carnality, heartbreak, heart shake, milkshake, dank weed, top speed, flippity, floppity, wibbledy, wobbledy, itty and bitty with a massive titty, maybe gays, <laughs> sunrays, alcohol, musical, beautiful dolls, addiction to prescriptions, uppers and hash, downers fame, music and cash, breakneck, break legs, sunset, big stage, climax, climax, to the maximum plot points of plenty, movie viewer value buy of this half century with sex and violence and violence and sex also rock and roll and also more sex a surefire bonafide verified joey style hit ba 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 i'm loving it <laughs> joey that's my happening and it freaks me out <laughs> uh 
big thumbs up for me uh, beyond the value. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was. I didn't like it, but I didn't <laughs> like it just because I, I didn't. It was fun. It, I like. I do like it as far as the movies we've watched, but my dislike of it comes from like just watching. Go fuck you, Criterion. Why is this movie important? <laughs> it's like why is this movie important it's, besides it, I guess just fucking over the original author and wanting yeah rewind everything we just said. That is why it is important. We will actually find out in the next episode for Valley of the Dolls. We'll say the the prequel to Beyond the Valley of the Dolls Marvels. next time. On all new Criterion Nuts, thank you guys for listening. You can write in, criterionots at gmail.com. Follow us on the twats at Criterion Nuts. Listen to other Explosive Magico shows. Go to explosivemagico.com. Listen to LOLJK. Whatever. If you want. Yeah. But you should. Should. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. I've been Criterion on Joey. And I'm Criterion on Brian. Hail Adrian. Explosive magic.